children when one man named Jason meets another man named Dan. Sometimes, sometimes something magical happens and they get together and then they make a Dean and G's comedy hour and a podcast of it. Just ask Jason and Dan. You know, the audience has been wondering for a while. I'm glad uh-huh. that you finally straightened that out for everybody. I, I wanted to share the birds and the birds. The birds and the birds. Yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if so you... So this is a yeah. really, really long, really long sketch this week. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. Super, super long. It's all of, what, 19 seconds? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's get into it. Let's do. Yep. So let's let's go over the first first twentieth of it. Sure. You're laughing. Yeah. In that first twentieth of the of the audio file. Am I? Yeah. I've already forgotten that that part. Is it is it just an uncut? <laughs> it's just just it's just you just hear the and oh. then you start doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Uh, um, I so what was? I yes. don't remember. What was the context of recording this? What was the purpose? Was this for our album that we never released? Or was yeah, this just... most likely. Okay. Anything we recorded from 2000, after we did Shoestrings, anything we recorded that was audio up until, you know, 2000, I say 2001, probably 2004-ish, unless it was a Christmas album, was intended to be for Jenny's a salute. But it didn't happen. It didn't. It yeah. did not. So, do you want do you want to share what the uh, general uh, story of this sketch is? Uh, Let's see if you can explain it yeah. and take longer, right, than the actual sketches. Than the actual sketches. Um, yeah. Well, let's start here with this piece of information. Which one did I send you? <laughs> <laughs> I it was the DKI soda. Oh yes, right. Okay, so. <clears throat> Here's the setting. A room. Someone cracks open a soda. Do we even hear the soda get cracked open? No, no, no. I don't think so. No, we don't. And and that No, pers- no sound effects yet. That person is voiced by Dan Gomiller and he says, "Oh my god." And then there is a narrator voiced by me who says that DKI soda, which in case you guys, if, if you're just joining us, if this is your first episode, well, first what of all, the I fuck? I don't know why you're even listening anyway, but cool. Good for you. Uh, uh, DKI was uh, our, the fake company we would use within the, the world of the, of the sketches. Uh, DKI soda now, uh, was it every so many, or is it just 30th. all of them? Every 30th every can. Every 30th can. Every 30th can. See, people bitch at me for not researching on comedy on vinyl. Here's the thing, guys. This is a thing I made myself, and I listened to <laughs> minutes ago, and I've already forgotten it. Okay? This is what, what happened. Buy DKI Soda this summer, and you just might find a surprise in your can. Uh, oh, my God! That's right, in every 30th can of DKI soda this summer, we've placed a healthy dose of sulfuric acid to give your DKI soda an extra kick. So have a healthy DKI soda summer. So, yeah, and uh, every 30th can comes with some sulfuric acid as a holiday, as a summer treat, which makes zero right, sense. to add a little bit, little bit of pizzazz, mm-hmm. a little bit of bite to the drink. Mm-hmm. It's absurdist, which is to say dumb. 
it is just it dumb. is it is the absurdist yeah i it, think is is uh the word <laughs> absurdist well yes <laughs> uh, yeah um i mean you know in that it's in and out very quickly i guess i can give it credit for uh being an okay sketch being short yeah, it's yeah short. can't can't be angry at if it if this was saturday night live they would have had an entire drink range oh yeah yeah of course and you know it would have been alec baldwin it would probably have been on that npr show where they're like so uh we have uh we have jason from uh dki industries uh welcome to the show jason thank you so much for having me i um yes i've uh we've gotten word that um you have a uh, special uh a special drink promotion this summer yes that that is true this summer i have a a special drink promotion this is from dki soda which is of course the company that i represent we have a right soda promotion this summer and that that promotion is that in every 30th can there's some sulfuric acid do you have a do you have a sample with you i do here would you like to try it uh sure oh oh it uh it burns it's specially designed to sound like you're drinking it out of a bottle when you drink it yeah it uh the burn goes all the way down i'm pretty sure um pretty sure it's burning away my uh I guess what would you call it? The esophagus. Your esophageal um, region, yes. Yes, um, mm-hmm. and then I can feel how it's how it's moving through my stomach, um, mm-hmm. combating the acid that happens to be there as well. I think they're actually joining forces now. Yep, yep, they are joining forces, and I'm pretty sure I'm excreting my organs out of my anus right now. Something about balls. Catchphrase. Balls. Catchphrase. Commentary. I've been watching a lot of Thirty Rock, and that is one of my favorite things. Uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed that my dulcet tones are—they uh, register dulcet a little than usual. Yeah, um, Dan, would you like to know why that is? Uh, it I mean, might have something to do with it. the fact that there's an articulated <laughs> arm with the microphone attached to it. Yeah. So here's what happened. Uh, several years ago, I think you and I might have talked about this when Comedy on Vinyl was just kind of getting going. There was a particular person who I have not gotten permission to name and then publicly thank. But we'll just refer to him as an angel investor right now. Uh, he's like, hey, do you need any equipment? I'm like, equipment would be helpful. Like what we have is Radio Shack stuff, which is fine, which it always has been. And since, by the way, the last last year and a half since my wife got me a wonderful Yeti. Uh, yes, yeah, just a Yeti. Um, th- that's what I've been using. But now I can do a two-person thing where we're not just yelling across the room at, at one another because he got me two Shure mics and a, um, a Zoom H6, which is like the nicer version of the Zoom because it's a six-track. And uh, these these mics are like fucking $400 a piece. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah, here's what I need. And, you know, it was like twice as much as what I actually have. But I also told him, bare minimum, I need two mics and a new mixer. And, like, he sent them to me that week. So thank you, Angel Investor. That's that's what I'm saying. The, How kind. The podcasts are now going to sound good and uh, at least better than normal. Although what's funny is the first thing we recorded on these was an episode of the News Radio podcast 
uh, in which I was like, oh, fuck, how do I do this? I had to figure out how to have there. We had four people. And so we got two good mics. So Alan and I are on two good mics. And then we got uh, Jen and my buddy Alex sharing the old Zoom. And so they sound kind of weird and echoey. And we sound like we're in a fucking radio studio. So it sounds like they're on location, practically. It's, um, <laughs> you know. So basically, so basically, you're in the little booth. Mm-hmm. And then they were out in the the pen. That's very much how it felt. Yeah, yeah. Good call. Yeah, he. I'm. I'm Bill. He's Catherine. Nothing mm. wrong. With, nothing wrong with Catherine. I just really want to be Bill. And uh, of course, Jen is of course Matthew, and <laughs> Alex is Jimmy James. <laughs> she would have to be at least a little bit retarded to put up with you. So it does make sense. Yeah, it does come together. That is true. That is true. Uh, Meanwhile, so, I'm still using my forty dollar mics and. $40 mixer from Radio Shack. Yeah, but, you know, they're reliable. Yeah. I just do a lot. Nothing, just... none of it's died yet. That's always right. good. That's Especially since Radio Shack has. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. <laughs> good call. So, yeah, these, these microphones are fucking, they just, uh, they just sound really nice. And you, I'm using the Zoom as a soundboard. So, right. through the, so you, I mean, the only thing I can't, I can't figure out, here's some little tech talk from Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour. What a wait, well, you, know, you have to do the 108.6 now because you've got the real mic. 108.6. That's all I'm doing. I tech can't, talk. It's your thing. It is not my thing. 108.6 Tech Talk. Tech Talk with Ben and Jay. Yeah, you really do notice the difference when you have these nice microphones. It just sounds so much different. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't figure out how to make this. I wanted this to act as my soundboard and record at the same time. So I, I'm still actively recording on the laptop. I want to be able to record on this and have you be able to hear me through it. I don't know how to do that yet. Anyway, that's that's, that. because you, that's because you aren't smart. It is exactly because I'm not smart. I think that's yeah. that's a well-established fact on this podcast. It is. So, it is a fact. Twenty second sketch. That's that's over. Um, that happened. Yep. And uh, again, in and out, quick. We we did. Thank you very much. Thank mm-hmm. you for the challenge. We spent more time talking about it than. In fact, we recreated happen. the sketch mm-hmm. in the style of of that NPR. Of, yeah. sketch and we were still shorter than how snl would do it mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know how to be that shitty i don't know <laughs> how to do it that was a particular era too where i mean i enjoy the sweaty ball sketch as much as the next person yeah but, yeah, yeah. but it, well mean, the thing is it's not the only one they did it's not the only one they did and they do last too long uh i they like, are also I got the joke now i get it yeah they're aided by the presence of Alec Baldwin, who, mm-hmm. you know, who is, like, people always act, what's so funny is they act as a surprise, so Alec Baldwin, look how funny he is. It's like, okay, it's not that he's Justin Timberlake, who can, hey, look at him, he can string two words together, and also happens to be a musician, so everybody's shocked that uh-huh. he can string two words together. But Alec Baldwin started out as a comic actor. He was in Beetlejuice. That was one of his, like, you know, <laughs> know. that was a kind of a prominent role for Alec Baldwin. Uh, people have a very short memory on things like that. They really do. And to the point where now he's hosting a game show on either end. Is he? Yeah. He hosts, like, I think it's the new match game, which is oh. something like that, uh, I'm pretty sure, which ought to be hosted by the wonderful Jimmy Pardo, who is a friend of Comedy on Vinyl, and has hosted a version of Match Game in L.A. for a long time. But it's okay. It's Alec Baldwin, and he's fine, and I, I enjoy Alec Baldwin. But it is weird that he's now that that guy. Yeah. And at least it's not Tracy Morgan. And by the way, I love Tracy Morgan, but he, I don't think he could. <laughs> oh, you know, he could. maybe he could host Hollywood Squares if they brought it back. That would that would totally Circle gets the him. square. That would be great. 
Oh, who would? Oh, then oh, then that's perfect. Then Andy Dick w- could be every closeted gay guy that was on that show, although he's not remotely yeah. closeted. He's like openly pansexual, but that's fine. Oh, but you know who's more adorable pansexual is Alan Cumming. Like he's the guy who's like at least hasn't molested a bunch. Of yeah, people. but he, he, but he's got um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know where. He only does things that are actually worthy of him. Um, oh. scruples, scruples! Scruples! He's got scruples. And integrity and... That's the one, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that becomes a problem. For a show like Hollywood Squares. No, that's what they should do. No, that's huh? this is the idea. This is what we pitched to Game Show Network, if that still exists. It's Hollywood Squares, but it's real Hollywood Squares. So it's like fucking A-listers. And there you go. You got so then, like, like being Alan Cumming, who's a, probably a B-lister. He's he's your your funny gay guy. But then you got Nicole Kidman is an upper upper left hand corner. Is she still A-list? Uh well, you know, maybe I'm a little too old. You're probably right. We got okay. Jennifer Lawrence is over here. There you go. Channing Tatum. Uh, name Ellen some, Page. Ellen Page. Sure. We're, we're all skewing a little young. Uh, uh, Lupita Nyong'o. Uh, I know she's an go. actress. That's a name I know. Uh, still Whoopi Goldberg, <laughs> Center Square, oddly enough. Whoopi Goldberg, of still course. Center Square. Oh, wait, you, gotta, you gotta have Whoopi. Uh, uh, Alf is in there. <laughs> Center right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm relevant now. Nope, nope, Alf. It's fine. It's it's okay, though. No, yeah. I, I'm making another show. It's coming out. Is he actually making another show? I don't know. Okay. It's, it's know. coming out on Lifetime. I beat my wife. <laughs> it's actually oh, has nothing to do... Has nothing to do with me being an alien. In fact, oh my god, oh it's my just god. I want the I'm happen. just I'm I'm just married. I'm married to Nicole Kidman. We have a whole whole thing, you know. I've got jealousy issues. I've got rage issues, and it's about how we work through it and create a family. He, well, and the other problem was like he had to get her. He tried very hard Gordon to get her involved in in whatever the. Uh, the Melmacian religion is, and that that turned her off. He wanted to raise their children mm. Melmacian, and she was just like, she she got out of that as quickly as she could. Yeah, uh, happens. you know the weird thing. So I enjoy Alf as much as the next person who was raised in the '80s and chooses not to look back to see if it was any good. Um, when it's I, not, but it's it's so different. Even now, it's yeah, so different. I think same it, with yeah, same with um, uh, 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 Vicky um. Small wonder. Small wonder. Sure. Very different shows, even now. Very different anyway, show, continue. and unfortunately, like, probably like informed weird parts of my sexuality that I'm still dealing mm. with this today. And I, that sounds like I'm into little kids. It's not that. I'm just saying. I'm t- talking about captive He's women in- and robots. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> They're robotic captive women. Anyway, yeah. you like Alf. Uh, yeah, I enjoy Alf. Uh, but I emailed. So, the gentleman Paul Fusco, who created Alf and voiced Alf, very difficult yes. to get a hold of. And I finally found some contact information. And a couple of years ago, the response was, he's very busy making an elf movie. And this is a couple of years ago. I'm like, okay, cool. Let's see if this happens. Obviously, it's not happened. So I'm just like, if if the elf movie that he was making doesn't happen, the Dan and Jay's comedy hour version should happen, which, again, is the Lifetime real story. I did. I think I did post on, on, on uh, Facebook. I was like, you know, I know I'll never get to play, like, the characters I want to play. And I realize I could probably play Willie. Uh, who was the dad on the Alf show? So if they do uh-huh. the Lifetime movie that's in the making of that, I could be him. But I think, yeah, if we go home with Alf on this Lifetime movie, why not? 
I mean, yeah. you know, they did the Will, they did that goofy Will Ferrell, uh, 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 what's her name, Kristen Wiig movie, without, yeah, you know. So why would they not do the real story story of Alf? What is okay? So, what what do we call this though? Um, hmm, hmm. Light years from home. Nope. Something A L F. Uh, uh. I mean, it it stands for alien life right, form. But right. can we just do? Alien life, and then something colon something with an F. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, because mm. it's about his life, right? Right. So. Right. Alien life. F. F. f fusco. Uh, that's all I can think of is Fusco. Um, what you, you know, what you guys, you guys should uh, message us at uh, j at or dan at danajay.com or give us a ring at. 208-557-3524. We have not gotten... Can I tell you, the people are so engaged on the, the news radio podcast, I'm now getting, like, spoiled. So it's like, you guys, we need more messages on this one. Yes. I mean, I understand more people are listening to that show now because it's associated with this weird nerddom that I'm involved with. But come on, kids. Come on, kids. What's new, Dan? It's been a couple of weeks since we've talked. Uh, I was in Walla Walla. Last week. So great. You were in one of the great comedy named towns in the country. I know. And it's not really a comedy town. Right. What was it like? But if you like wine, mm -hmm. that is a fucking place to go. Oh, really? Like every other location is like a winery's like front end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And go do a tasting. Even near where you stayed? Oh, absolutely. just everywhere. Well, we stayed downtown. Okay, it's the you walk down downtown, and that's just that's what's there. Was this a work trip? Yeah. Okay. Like the hotel we stayed in, we stayed in the Red Lion because mm -hmm. that was the only one that our corporate lodging card worked with, and <laughs> like the they had winery pictures posted on the wall, and mm -hmm. the walls are painted purple and yellow for red wine and white wine, and like <laughs> it used to be called the Vineyard before the Red Lion bought it. Wow. It's like, it's a whole thing. And they had an entire store, you know, as you would expect in a town that has a lot of wine. Sure. There's also an entire store for olive oil and vinegar. Oh, yeah. Vinaigrette. I love that shit. I actually like that stuff right? more than I like wine. It's like, and it was a bit, like, we looked in the windows. It was a big store. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of different types of vinegars and olive oils. That's awesome. See, that, uh, here's the thing. It's, I feel it like... was, it's, it's a cute town. It's like See... a nice town to go to for a weekend. We're thinking... It might be a good place to take Aries' mom yeah. for her birthday. It's like just do that and do like a wine tour kind of thing. See, that's what I was saying. I was thinking is like if you're gonna go someplace for work, it's like finally you get the relief that you go to a place that's at least touristy. Like if you're gonna go like to some like, like it's gonna be like bum fuck nowhere. Scenic There's nothing. Othello. Mm. Mm. What's 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 mm. an Othello? Come, Norco. Mm. Mm-hmm. Apparently, don't drive, don't continue down the hill is what I was warned at, <laughs> warned about by Afreda, which is even more scenic than Othello. Uh huh. <laughs> in that there is nothing there. Uh huh. Don't go down the hill. Don't don't go down, don't, that don't hill. Go down the hill past Norco. That's what they warned me. <laughs> oh my God! Did you inquire for more details or just? Well, I did not. You just heeded their warning and left it at uh, that. Yeah. Okay. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it, I guess it's it's a nice relief to finally get like assigned a little a job somewhere where it's uh like again touristy is fine if it's if you've got no other choice especially like or, or not if your other options are garbage touristy is is great 
So people who complain about tourist destinations, it's it's good. It, for it's, at least there was there were places to eat. I've been mm-hmm. places like I was in Klamath Falls. Yes. After eight o'clock, the only place to eat was the Sherry's. Mm-hmm. So, which I assume is what like a local like a TGI Fridays type thing or. Not yeah, even? it's like Denny's. It's it's, okay. it's a chain, and it's like Denny's. It's mm-hmm. twenty four hours. Yeah, they have their little pies in the case. Sure. Very safe food. Sure, but if you want to actually have a little bit of adventure with your food, I milk, like to go to I like to go to local places. There weren't any in Klamath Falls, uh, and I worked with someone who grew up there, and she confirmed that for me. <laughs> it was not just your perspective. That is just no. That would be like yes. when we were in Lawrence. Like, where do you want to eat? TJ's. Oh my god. Because where else is there to eat? Oh my god. Has ever anybody ever been in, on a business trip and been stuck there? Like, because that's like it. it would, that's some Twilight Zone shit. Because it How looks would you nice get stuck on the there? There's not even a hotel there. Right. Well, there are B and B's. You'd have to do. They're, I guess they have always technically been B and B's, but you never thought like who. Yeah. We should see if there's any Airbnbs there. Oh my <laughs> god, that's that's our next. Okay, that's our road trip. We take we we go. God, what that would be the saddest though, right? Like you, we if you and I take a trip together, we should really go someplace we've never been to or have always wanted to go. Right? We don't go yeah. back home. <laughs> there's a part of me that but, loves this horrible idea of yours <laughs> to get an Airbnb in like Milford. <laughs> I don't know which, which is, is still worse. better than getting Airbnb in Lawrence. Yeah, I guess it is. There's a little more going on in Milford. Milford there's has actually, a historical there's, there's society. There's two main streets in Milford. Yeah, right. That is true. That is true. Lawrence is <laughs> or that four if you count that there's a west, east, north, and south. Because isn't like I don't know. I feel like that's the thing about these upstate towns is they're very misleading. Like the reason they feel Twilight Zone is like they look real pretty on the outside, but there would literally, if you chose to stay in Lawrence, there would be nothing to do. Literally nothing. You couldn't go anywhere. You, if you wanted food, yeah, sure. TJ's, which is the wait, is it TJ's? Are they still TJ's, there? The, the pizza place, right? TJ's, yeah, PJ's. I yeah. think when I was there, if I'm not mistaken, they were still at least there, if not open. That's actually impressive. It is impressive. That place had a lot of turnover yeah. of restaurants for a yeah, while. Yeah, so that's like right now. It's probably like 18, 19 years they've been open. Um, yeah. But that is literally our only restaurant, and uh, there are bars that I don't. I'll bet they don't even have food. I'm, I'm assuming there's no food at these Yeah, bars. I would assume the American Legion does not have food. Right, right. And then if you really <laughs> yeah, need by food. Yeah, by the way, our main bar in Lawrence was attached to the American Legion. Yes, right. People should acknowledge that. There was that. And then there was that one small one that was attached to the building next to Mike's house, right? It was like this little, do you remember that? There was a video store there and then maybe a bar. Oh, do you know what I'm saying? You're like right. Area? Yeah. Right across the street from from yeah. PJ's Pizza. Yeah, I forgot about that. I know it's, but it's so because I just did not care. I didn't. Did pay anything attention. ever pop into? Because remember there was that place that was a video store, video game store yep. for a while across the street from where I live. Yes. Has anything ever popped next to your grandma? I think. Has it anything went, ever popped into there? I think it became residential, like everything else, like just out of by default. I think. Hmm. It's worth looking up, I suppose, if you want to look it up. But uh, yeah, you would be stuck, and you if you wanted food, you'd have to go to to Taylor's, which for those who don't know, Taylor's is a, is a is a fucking gas station. That was you'd be yeah. your, your only option if you, you wanted you to stay You hop on your lawnmower you <laughs> because you don't have a driver's <laughs> license <laughs> and head on. <laughs> Oh God! Oh Jesus! Yeah, you know what, Jason? Dan's idea was cute, but you're right. Don't, 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 don't go. Back. <laughs> don't do it. You can don't go. Do Here's it. the thing. Here's the lie they tell you. They say you can't go back home. You can. 
it's you that's just the, that's, you really should never should. That's the problem. Never should. You should not be allowed to go back home because then you'll realize, oh God, I I mean, I guess it's good for you to know that you've made a horrible mistake. That that you your horrible mistake was staying longer than you should have if you did do that, which I guess technically I did. Um, I mean, the only at the very least, like for for me, you never you didn't leave until years later. So at least I wasn't just stuck there with no friends. That would have been. Oh God! I don't. I I do not know how I would have survived upstate New York if you had not been there. That just it would. I don't know. You know, anyone could. Oh, they did. It turned it into kind of a cute house, even. Oh. Looks like it's two houses. Okay. There's an upstairs and a downstairs. That's the other thing too. If you ever want to buy property over there, super cheap, mostly. Um. I mean, you, you do Google Maps. You drive down the street in Google Maps, <laughs> and it looks cute. Yeah. It looks quaint. Yeah. It doesn't look as dirty or depressing as it actually is. Right. Mike's house doesn't exist anymore. Are you kidding me? The old post office where, building? Yeah, it's in the in Google Maps Street View. It's turned down. Oh, wh- wow. I somehow did not notice. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's fucked up. That's really weird. Guys, Dan is now blowing my mind. That is very, very weird to me. Yeah, there's there's things that you miss. There and are... Pete and, and, and the the bar type place mm-hmm. is now two residences. Okay. Or maybe three. All right, that one was bar. And then across the street it is Isabella's Pizza and Pasta, which is as of the time this was taken in two thousand fifteen mm-hmm. for sale by owner. Isabella's Pizza and Pasta. Does not sound for for sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, not so, a lot going on back home, guys, just so yeah. you know. But you can at least visit Dan's hometown, Dan's original hometown of Milford, and there there are things. Not my happen. not my house though. Right, that is gone. That is now a it basketball. It is now a basketball court. Uh yeah, I said it's a basketball hoop, but yeah, I meant court. Um, uh, I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong, but <laughs> the uh there's like I said, there's a historical society. There's a couple restaurants there, and it's at least Milford's near Cooperstown. You can at least take the train to Cooperstown. You can get somewhere. It's not like it's a functional commuter train. It's a specialty <laughs> thing. But that would be the only reason to go back home is be to revisit the train trip. But again, I well, don't. There's a little bench. There's a little bench in your old house outside under the pine tree. Oh, it's adorbs. That is adorbs. That would be the only the, way we could justify. Tur- they, they 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 turned your they turned your front door into the actual yeah i know right it's weird uh (laughs) the only way to air only reasonable like thing i could see to like airbnb and lawrence would be if we did the the train trip again but like okay so what are we talking about logistically we're talking about plane tickets that cost probably at least anywhere from three to six hundred dollars a piece (laughs) so we both fly out and meet in new york like in albany and then get i go just it wouldn't it doesn't it make, doesn't make right, sense so we, we got to come up with an alternate trip we, again. no we have to an alternate to trip to for that would be fun i've never been to seattle i've always wanted to it, go you would really <clears> really <throat> enjoy seattle it totally would, it would fit both your and jen's sensibility oh i know she loves it there she fucking loves seattle so i i should give it a shot that's the place that i i had gotten confused it wasn't a it wasn't a root beer bar. It's mm-hmm. just a root beer store that has hundreds of flavors of root beer. Oh, my God. It just sounds amazing. All they sell is root beer. Yeah. I imagine they've probably got a ton of, like, if they got the, like, rights or license or whatever, they probably have all the different alcoholic root beers there. Sure, sure. Because, they, you know, they, they can do that because it's, it's not, it's privatized. So they've got BevMo and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. 
BevMo. They just and they also have burlesque. They have a burlesque corner in the root beer shop. It's a burlesque root beer themed burlesque. Um, <laughs> root burlesque. Ooh. Root beerlesque. Root beerlesque. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but I think we should start it. I I'm kind of down for that. Okay. Um, let's see here. So it's so Miss Barks and she's got I, bite. I, Sorry. Go ahead. I don't remember if we established this before, but that root mm-hmm. beer that you drank that you had the weird dreams from Mission and all that. Street. Yep. Yeah, that one's seven percent alcohol by volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty it's strong. very high even for regular beer. Yeah, and then you put the sugar on top of it. It was yeah dead because like Henry's everything else is like barely not even five percent. Okay, yeah, that's so that would explain why it hit you so damn hard. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's it's big time the combination. Which by the way, I'm starting to learn what my tolerance is because this has been my birthday week slash weekend, and uh, <laughs> that's true. The uh, birthday night. Let's see. I had a margarita. We have a whole box of things we haven't sent you because we haven't had money. Oh no, Ari told me I don't. Don't worry about it. You know I don't give a <laughs> shit. I don't care. I know, but we have it. All right. Just so you know, I... we bought it for you months ago. <laughs> I'm so bad at getting people gifts. I get them last minute, and well, we do the whole like. Oh, Jane would probably like let's just buy it, and it's like yeah. November, right? Well, and then not... eventually builds up, and then we go, oh shit, we gotta send it to Jason. <laughs> it's a week before his birthday. Well, we don't have money to send it. Fuck, I we've had it that. for like half a year, I, yeah. and it's gonna be late. <laughs> I have so many things to send to people. It's fine. Although, did you get your thing that I sent you? Did you get the book from Jay? The on, book? Right? Yes. Yeah. Did, it's awesome. Did you open it? To I, look at the I like. I very much like his comment on my mustache. <laughs> So, uh, I think we talked about mine, uh, the one that I got, and it said, Jason, your sh- yellow shirt was garbage. Your yellow shirt is garbage, yes. all in caps. Uh, so, I sent you I sent you yours, finally. Took forever. Uh, but I, in response, I sent him a copy of my book, because I didn't get to give him a copy, and I just wrote, Dear Jay, your book is garbage. Uh, Hold on. Signed, Jason. So, uh, I need to get it so I have it ready. Dan's, Dan's grabbing the book. Uh, come on. Oh god! Oh god, Dan. He wrote. He wrote in the book. <laughs> Dan, your mustache is garbage. You're pale. Squiggle words. <laughs> uh, it's a good book too. I will say it is. It is good. It was good. I haven't finished it, but I need to. I need to. I, I don't finish books most of the time, and uh, I shockingly got. I'm going to go ahead and um. Um, I'll I'll, I'll play this little recording I got. Apparently. There's an audiobook of this. Mm-hmm. By uh and it was read by Weston Yarborough. Oh, I love Weston Yarborough's work. I yeah. Mean, so here let me play that for you. Chapter six. Making enemies at the Coliseum. Northland's Coliseum, Edmonton, Alberta. October nineteen ninety nine. No, sorry. Sorry, sorry, too much too much whiskey. Uh, can we re record? No? Alright, whatever. October nineteen ninety two. <clears throat> well, maybe the team would appreciate it if the place didn't feel like a church all the time, I exclaimed. We're trying to enjoy the game. We'll cheer when they score, the lady yelled back at me. She looked to be a bit older than my mum. They need to be more... They need more encouragement than that. They're terrible, I tried to reason with her. Oh, why don't you just shut up, she said, exasperated. Why don't you just shut up, I replied. What the hell was going on here? Weren't we all supposed to be cheering for the same team? Yet for some reason it seemed this entire section of the Coliseum had decided I was cheering just a bit too enthusiastically. 
Now everyone around me was alternating between watching the action on the ice and shooting me dirty looks over their shoulders. At some point this evening, I figured there was an ever-increasing chance that someone, perhaps that woman I'd been arguing with, was going to reach across the aisle and slug me. How did it ever come to this? Wow. That just, that, yeah. the man's voice just, it grips you. Right? It's, you've never really heard Jay Onrate talk until you've heard Weston Yarbrough speak for him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, anybody who's anybody uh, has had Weston do their audiobooks. Uh, the, and the challenge, of course, to listening to them is they're, they're done in one take, so they're very raw. Um, he's consistently asking, can we fix that mistake? Which... Which is odd because, from what I understand, from what I read on Wikipedia, Weston Yarbrough records his own audiobooks. Um, yeah. And they go out on the market before the official ones, usually, and people just are stuck. They're like, well, they're out there. People have them. We might as well just make this the official one. And, and Jay is one of the ones who just stuck stuck with it and just said, you know, he did. I want Yarbrough as my, my guy. So, you know. Yeah. How Have you heard? How is Weston Yarbrough's uh, version of uh, Looking Forward coming along? I'm curious. Um, well, I've heard that he was thinking about it. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, you know, it's an honor just to be considered. Mm. Um, I heard something about how he was like halfway through. He was tasting blood or something. I don't know. Oh, is that as a result of the reading or as a result of just the material itself? I'm not certain. Mm. He's never very clear about anything he says. Right. He's either audibly or contextual. Right. Yeah, that's rough. But it's nice. Again, like I said, it's nice to be considered. We need to have... Okay, so this is fucking... I'm probably going to end up talking about this particular thing on uh, multiple podcasts. But uh, So Taylor, uh, we had a birthday party last night, and I keep every time we talk to him, I, I, I like kind of catch up with him on this. He, there is this spoken word album that somebody gave him an MP3 of, and he's been trying to hunt down this artist um, who it is more and more turning out that this guy was legit like crazy. And also uh -huh. everything that seemed to be published by a real company or pressed by a real record press was all vanity pressings that he just basically put existing uh, record label names on and things. Um, <laughs> and uh, as a spoken word artist and turning out to be almost impossible to hunt down uh maybe alive still may not be the stories like uh so oh, man i need uh, i i could give you i gotta give you more details at some point but like it's just it's kind of blowing my mind because taylor's on this fucking he's going down in this rabbit hole he's like interviewing people this guy knew uh i obviously i'm like taylor we need to turn this into a podcast because this is like yeah fucking... or or you need you need to see if you can get um What's your name involved? Mystery show lady. Yeah. Starly. Yes. Kind. Yeah. I think yes. I, e you know what? I think I like emailed her. It, that might've been the thing I emailed her. Cause I said, look, there's a guy I'm interested in, but also my buddy Taylor should blah, 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 because I, th the internet's not helping. Even like I keep trying mm -hmm. white pages and stuff. I think only one blog got us, got, got us to the same guy. And Taylor's been talking to that, this one guy who has four of his records. So Taylor's like trying to now, convert them all but there's seven of them that the man self-produced and just numerous books again self-published and he sounds like a legit crazy person and when was this from uh 50 no had to have been 60s and 70s because uh he so was... it's not like you know nowadays 
you go to Lulu, you can publish a book. Right. In the sixties and you know fifties and sixties, you just could not easily do that. Right. That wasn't just something you didn't just go down the street and say, "Hey, can I get a thousand <laughs> copies of this right. book?" Right. So you had to have enough money to set aside to like fucking get these pumped out, but they're rare enough that no, you know. And the funny thing is, if he did find them online, um, they would probably cost a premium, but not as much as they would cost if. Like, it's one of those things where I don't want to make a documentary or even a documentary podcast about it until I know Taylor has every album so that they're affordable. Because it's at some point, like, you could generate enough interest that this guy becomes a commodity. Yeah, for sure. You know, and I'm not, that's not me going out of my way to overestimate my power. It's just I'm I'm properly estimating the power of the internet. I know how things work. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like trying to think of a couple because i've had a couple examples where it's like either an event happens Mm -hmm. or like a show mentions something and so it's like oh that's interesting i want to find out more about that but all you can find is because is that show yep because it drove so much interest that people started commenting on it and you're like well fuck i don't really have a, a baseline anymore because popularity ruined it yeah yeah 100 percent. i can't find it now because of popularity exactly and that's like that's the one time the one way in which like nobody should take mistake you for a hipster for saying that it's like no i liked it before it was cool sure but and it's fine if other people like it but now i have no i've lost any avenue i have for getting more information about it right because all the information is about the current thing yep and not any of the old obscure stuff that would show up only because no one gave a shit exactly yeah. So now every Tumblr and Facebook and MySpace and Friendsters talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Uh oh, I lost you. Oh, night. First of all, very nice. Second of all, thanks. Bit of an audio delay. Can you see me you're at all? You look delay. so crunchy. Yeah. You're the you fine. you're the crunchiest crunch that ever crunched. Like I, you look like the the world's first webcam. It's insane right now. I told you my internet's being a fucker today. Yeah, but I blame the heat. Yeah, that's lame. Other than the fact that you're low light, you look fine. Yeah, my light is very low. I forgot to turn my light on before we started talking. It'd be a problem. Um, shit. What else is new? I'm trying to think. I oh birthday times. I went and bought some Legos because as you do, as I do. Uh, I didn't go buy too many, but I bought enough to like build up my. Uh, Oh, there is a Lego little... I don't know if I got you one. I don't know when I got you your last figures, but there's a Lego laptop. Have you seen that? No. It, yeah, it holds in there a little hand, and it like it's fucking... It's a clamshell. It opens up, and it's a little laptop. So I wanted to get one Shoot. of those. Like That's the reason I ever make the figures there is because I'm just like, oh, fuck, I want this accessory, or I want this like piece of... <laughs> so I did that, I got some, and then I got like a big the big jar of, of pieces, but it's mostly brown because I'm trying to finish up my, my Cheers bar. And oh yeah! Bought a new plate, like a new like sand colored plate, so that I can make the. It's still not remotely complete, but it'll 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 get there. And now I now I want to build a fucking news radio station. That's, of course you do. That's my next. That's thing. even more complex than Cheers because you got the love higher level. I know radio station area, and you got the offices. And Alan's like, dude, just finish the Cheers part. I'm like, okay, I will. I'll, I'll, I'll stop. <laughs> like he's, he's absolutely unless right. you know someone out there, you know. And I'm going to put this out there because it's our podcast, which has a much higher listener. Sure, sure. Um, if they want to donate everything that it takes to build sure. the news radio station. Yeah, please do. 
You should do a Kickstarter just to see. You know what? That's not a horrible idea. And no. I could figure out the exact cost to uh, if I use what you can do is you well, th here's the thing. You used to be able to download the Lego builder. You can still get the builder, but that builder connected to the pick a brick shop online. So you could just be like, Which I want to order the set I just how built. Much it would make. You know, uh, but you fucking you can't do it anymore. So you have to do it individually. So the difference with Kickstarter is that you have to have a product at the end that to, to provide people. So, I have no idea what Dan was just saying. I disconnected right, with then. him because I couldn't understand him. I guess I offended him with my. Let's try again. Sorry, I could not hear anything you're saying. I apologize if I offended you <laughs> about my comment was Kickstarter. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> by the way, your video is off. I, I, I know. I was hoping I you said, might help it. I said that um, with Kickstarter, you have to provide a product, not just... Right. You can't just say, I want someone to build a set for it. You know, I want money to build a Lego set. You right. have to provide some sort of final product for them. Yeah. So you'd have to figure out what that would uh, be. Well, you know what it is. It's just like, oh, it'll be an in-depth documentary on the making of this Lego set. Oh, really? That's that's, that's my price? That. That's my price? Okay. And and like a, a 360 <laughs> video of yeah. the inside of it or something. You know, I, I have a slight feeling that the news radio podcast, like, I, I can't say who, but we have a super high profile interview coming up on it. Like, very, like, incredibly high profile, at least in terms of, like, television production history. Um, so Is that, it Andy Dick's dog? It's Andy Dick's dog. It's dog dick. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um but like i have a feeling like ooh, i hit my microphone professional i'm a professional uh yeah he does this for a living folks so no, i uh i feel like if anything happens with that podcast like it could end up being like a like a book like uh like a history of but like our goal is two things our, our, our goal i just hit my microphone again <laughs> god damn it jason mm two things one is news radio reunion in some form um yeah and then the other is to get the show released on blu-ray because i didn't get it confirmed dude, if you could just get if you could get phil hartman <laughs> god damn it, i knew you were gonna go there i knew that was the next thing you were gonna say <laughs> oh, i can laugh about that on this podcast um i mean i could on the other one but i feel like the fans might not quite get that i i ironically laugh at horrible things all the time um yeah. the other thing is to get a blue blu-ray release because they did shoot that show on film so oh really yeah which i did not oh, wow yeah i wasn't sure at first i'm like it looks like it's probably film but actually if you if you go on netflix and if you decide to watch uh cheers right now uh it looks remarkably clean and it's because they released blu-rays of that and it looks gorgeous as fuck that show has never looked this good before um so. yeah and i think they filmed on actual film yeah like you know the the blu-rays for um back to the future look gorgeous oh, because yeah. they brought in the original film so so nice i was watching okay there is this uh youtube guy fuck what is his name the name of the channel and his website is oh, fuck is it techmon t-e-c-h-m-o-a-n and i don't know why it's called that but my favorite thing that he does is he posts like a video a week he tries to my favorite thing is uh him talking about obsolete media and mm -hmm. i just watched the one he did on they're called ceds they are, uh, they were discs, movies that were put onto vinyl. They were cut onto vinyl. Like, what? standard def video played back. And when I say vinyl, they're technically PVC, but they were uh, 
they had a stylus. But for as, as it, the the hipster nowadays would refer to it as vinyl. Yeah, and it's it's I mean it's but it's it it, it is a stylus and it's cut into plastic and it's that's how it reads back. Uh, and he shows he goes through this whole thing and actually a friend of his helped with a fucking um, what do you call it? Um, mm-hmm, electron microscope basically. And you know you have you ever seen the footage zoomed in of a of a stylus on a record? Yeah. Okay. Well, they did the same thing. But then they had to zoom in like 10 times on the stylus just so you could see the grooves on one of these. Oh, wow. So they're really... It, they're so fine. And like you couldn't touch them. And that's why they're they're for shit. They got ruined so easily. They they made it so you couldn't touch them when you put them in the player. Oh, I'm, I'm, I see it. Holy shit. Those are fine as yeah, fuck. It's amazing. How did you even make a needle that would work in that? I do not understand. That was one thing he didn't go into and I kind of wish he had. I, I am... It was kind of mind-blowing. But the shit he has, did I send you? Uh, he's a, I don't, did I send you the video of the? It was like the red tape that 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 is cut into like vinyl. Yes. yes so that was him. That's really cool. And he does his shit all the time, and he keeps uncovering shit I've never heard of, or stuff that I've wanted people to go into detail, like uh, wire recorders. They even did the Muppet movie. Yeah, that's the one that he found in cellophane. What? And you put it in like a cartridge. <laughs> yes, you do, and then you flip it because it's a double sided. Because thing. you couldn't do that manually. Because if you did that, you would definitely scratch the. <laughs> the video record yeah, yeah it's insane and I, when i saw here's the thing when i saw a post of it on boing boing a while ago i'm like is this a fucking april fool's joke that i missed out i'm like that doesn't right? seem possible that doesn't get make it. sense yeah. and looking at it, i'm like it's shit it they, they skip like fuck like it looks like as he said it looks like a max headroom thing like it, the way it skips is it the thing is it doesn't skip to another thing it's just it's damaged information so it just looks like crap yeah. it looks more like streaming than anything else um so yeah it's kind of but i love that shit i it's all i can do to not buy obsolete media sometimes because i'm fascinated with it it's just it's just hard things like that like you don't even like laserdisc had enough of a presence that you've at least heard of it right everyone's heard of a laserdisc when i was in when we were in school they would there was a couple times where they were showing us some educational thing on laserdisc and wow but something like that, like four people had probably owned one of those. Yeah, right. And he 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 gets them for real cheap, obviously. And he had to fix one, like and use the parts and stuff. He also, and I gotta find the video. He's like, I've talked to you about other, you know, obsolete media. One of them this is the smallest audio cassette tape in the world, and it is the size of an SD card. That is how small it is. What? I, 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 how much? I, how much could it hold? Uh like 90 minutes or something a full size and he said that what? they sounded relatively good yeah how? i don't know Fucking how? i don't know and the recorders are expensive the tapes are relatively cheap uh which obviously i uh as i'm sure you can understand i now want to find out if anybody ever released any comedy on that format if they didn't then i want us to be the first because yeah oh so yeah man isn't that crazy i just love crazy, this though. shit and especially if it's ma- when it's magnetic tape, I get more excited because I don't need to go find a specialty press to have that made. I can just be like, okay, we'll find some way to transfer what we do to this little yeah. format. So, <sighs> but I got to find them for cheap. The players, like I said, the fucking recorders are like 200 bucks, but the tapes themselves are like 12 bucks a piece. Uh, yeah. Mm. Sue. Um, doop, doop, doo. Oh, beer sponsor. What's your beer sponsor? You've been drinking. I drank some more of the Henry Weinhardt. Orange. Drink two Henry Wine hard, hard ginger ales. Hard ginger ales. Okay, I've been having Doctor Pete with vodka. 
Which we drank a lot of mimosa at D&D. I was not going to drink today, and here's why. Uh, so birth. So my buddy Alex had his birthday at Pickwick Bowl last week, and I, I got drunker than he did. Uh, I had a horrible <laughs> hangover the next day because I didn't drink enough water like an idiot. Um, my actual birthday night this week, uh, Jen took me to Ernie's and we had Mexican and I was like, oh, fuck it, I'm going to have one. I only had one margarita, so it was okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Friday, what was Friday? Oh, Friday we went to Shakespeare. Uh, I had, Jen was like, all right, I'll drive cause it's your birthday. I'm like, cool. Thanks. I had two bottles of wine. <laughs> I, By I had, two, she had maybe a drink. I had two bottles of wine. <laughs> and uh, somehow drank just enough water to function the next day. I that's n- I don't know how that. In my opinion, yes. wine drunk is wine hangover is not as bad as like liquor or beer hangover. It's oh, I, I it's so far beer is turning out to be the worst. Absolutely, beer or mixed with beer, like it's the yeah. worst. And then last night I had I said I was going to drink vodka because I've noticed that vodka actually has not been that bad of a hangover for me. Lately. If it's clear, you're clear. Mm. Is, is the word is the phrase? I oh, think. I see. I've never, I've never. I think you're making that. I don't think that's what I was gonna say. Thank you. Uh, but I ended up having <laughs> beer last night. But I drank enough water that I was pretty much good to go. Yeah, no, it's pretty good. So I just, I, I'm still, learn, I'm still learning about my body, Dan. They're fine. <laughs> just like you're a blossoming young woman, yeah. and that's what happens. They're fine downy hairs in my nether regions. Is that normal? Depends. Whose are they? <laughs> <laughs> I can't top that. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's solid. Oh boy. Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything new? There's really not anything new. What's new with you? Um, not much. Been playing Fallout, driving around the country for the company, mm-hmm. recording stupid videos for you, mm-hmm. which I did ex- before our podcast. I'm excited to see what this new one is. Yours? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be upsetting. I, I I feel like you're going to have to have some sort of response to it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've been recording more of those lately, so, like, it's... it's... The shit I said, though, man. Yeah. The shit I said as your best friend. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 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 Is... I even draw upon some of the stuff from our childhood in it, Oh, so... no. Is this going to parallel yeah. our real-life falling out that happened briefly? Is that what's... No. no okay, okay. This is... This is definitely, you know, interference from a third party. Oh. oh. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm, well, yeah, you should be. I'm very excited about this. <laughs> it's seven minutes long. Seven, Jesus Christ. Well, that's good. Well, your last one was... That's good, though. I like that. Mm-hmm. We're at almost six hours right now of footage. That's crazy. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's going to be impossible. To, I, I, am, I even show a clip from your movie in it. You Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After after November, I've decided like once we release the final video, I'm taking at least at least a week off from producing anything. I'm going to I'm going to radio silence on all the podcasts and everything because mm. I just I can't. Maybe this one like this one is. Have you least... have you have you decided on the vice president yet in the show? Uh oh, in this no yeah no. You should you should think about that. Yeah, but apparently watch Trump's announcement the other yesterday. Oh really. Apparently, it's disturbing as fuck. He's so bad. I mean, he had to say that on Twitter that, uh, what was his name, Pence or whatever, Mm -hmm. was his first choice for vice president, Uh which you don't usually need to say that. Right, right. But then, but then, um, before everything started, Uh like, 
you know, when everyone's kind of lined, you know, getting their seats and everything. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they played the Rolling Stones. Do you want to guess what song they played? Hey, you get off of my cloud. <laughs> what did they play? You can't always <laughs> get what you want. <laughs> Like, and oh, then he spends wow. half an hour talking about himself and accidentally roasting his vice presidential nominee. And then I guess at the end, he it's like he's reading from Wikipedia. He's so bored talking mm. about his vice president. Oh it's God. you just wow. I feel like you could learn from that. Jason. Yeah. Just what I'm no, saying. it sounds it sounds like I should. Here's the thing. I mean, as somebody who at least has been you know quite interested in the vice presidency in the past and it's still interested but it, I, I got a little burned out on it i should watch it anyway so mm. all right it's and then apparently at the, after he finally announces pence mm-hmm. he just leaves the stage trump just leaves the stage and leaves him up leaves pence up there by himself what president in the ever has ever done that to their vice president they're supposed to be like a cohesive pair yeah and he's like yeah good luck i'm Ooh. going to i'm going to get someone to build a wall Oh, God, I can I maybe this is the beginning. My fingers are crossed that this is the beginning of him having a complete mental breakdown before the actual election. Before it's revealed. I'm, that, what, I, I'm, what I'm afraid of is that the American voter already has had a mental breakdown. I know. I know. The fact that he is the he is the nominee mm-hmm. for the Republicans just depresses the fuck out. I know. I know. I, you know what? I keep like thinking back and like in the days where I was like. I might almost vote for John McCain because he seemed like a sane option and I didn't want to he vote Republican, so, but if I had to. I, I would rather have a president that goes, mm-hmm. than someone like Trump. Yeah. No, I'd take George W. Bush. Did you see George Bush at that? that did you see him at that memorial for those police officers who were killed? No. Dan. Was it bad? Okay. So we got people are listening to music. Music in celebration of the souls of some, like, uh, whatever you believe. These people died in the line of duty, doing their jobs. Right. Can't assume that these are all crooked cops. Whatever. Okay, and I don't. Um, while we all have mixed feelings, whatever. This is a time for being somber, right? So, yeah. front of the podium. I, I don't know if a speech had just been given or what. I don't have a lot of context for it. However, you don't need context to know what's going on. President Obama's at the podium. Next uh-huh. to him is Michelle Obama. Next to her is George W. Bush. Next to him is Laura Bush. They're all four of them holding hands as the music plays. plays. You can't see me because my, my, my video's off. George Bush has a smile on his face. And is just dancing back and forth. Like, what song were they playing? Uh, something somber. Again, to celebrate the lives of these. Just look it up. Look it up. I thought it was a joke. I thought it was CG. I thought it was something somebody's exact. Nope. Nope. George Bush. George Bush is not aware of reality. George W. Bush no. has no idea. And then literally you can see Michelle Obama looking. I'm like, what the what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you? Stop. George, stop. Like you can see that's in her eyes. She doesn't need to say a word. She's clearly saying with her eyes, you're a fucking toddler. What is going on? <laughs> it's insane. It is upsettingly insane. Oh God, he even does a like, little hand, like, yeah, thing with Laura. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. It is. <laughs> it's, it's like the most upsetting, awkward thing you've ever seen in your life. It, they're, they're, it's the part that he's bopping at is, glory, glory, hallelujah. 
His truth is marching. And he's like, boop, doop, 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 like a little toddler. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's no, I can't even imitate that. Like, I, there's no even, way. Even Bill Clinton would know better than that. And he's fucking nuts. Oh, now. yeah. No, he is. He's, he's gone crazy. He's gone crazy. But, like, yeah, yeah, Bill Clinton wouldn't be doing that. He'd at least be like. Yeah, he'd someone. at least be looking on someone's blouse. Exactly. Or I mean, if you know, look, you know, he'd be checking out Michelle Obama and Barack would be like, "Now, nah, Bill." Yeah, Bill, but Bill. he would be somber about it. Exactly. He'd, he'd raise an a, eyebrow, like it'd be a somber cleave job. You know? Yeah, it would definitely be that. How you doing? All right, let's do this. All right. I mean, after the thing, not right now. That'd be inappropriate, right? I mean, right? Right. Right. That's- Wait, there's right wait, exactly. There's a, I knew that. I want to make sure you knew it. Wait, there's a podium here. I know what happens at these. Hey, Barry, you know what? Let's give let's give this a turn. I don't care. Yeah. You know, can we drill the second hole? <laughs> hey guys. Now, Bill. <laughs> that's my daughter in there. <laughs> <You're wrong>. oh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ah. Hi. So did you? Yes. So completely changing topics. Yes. Go ahead. Utterly. I was reading about what is considered the funniest joke in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, not Monty Python-esque funniest joke where you laugh so hard you die all Right, right, right. Sure. But a joke that is understood in every culture it's been presented oh, to. Oh, wow. Okay. Right? It's It's been funny in every culture. Okay. They might have to tweak it a little bit, but not for the most part, it's understood. Sure. Okay, ready? Yeah. <clears throat> Two guys are going hunting, wearing camouflage. Okay. One guy shoots the other guy and goes, oh, my God, and calls emergency services and says, oh, my God, I just shot my friend. What do I do? I think he's dead. And then the voice in the emergency services says, well, first thing you need to do is make sure he's dead. So you, you hear some silence for a second, and then a gunshot goes off. He gets back on the line and says, okay, now what? Oh, my God. That's the perfect joke. Oh, wow. Oh, that is delightful. And like, yeah, and you can you can tweak that just a, only just a little bit. Yeah, just like there's not a lot dependent on syntax. Local coral, whatever cultural equivalent yeah. of emergency services, you know, you yeah. could have something, you know, you could have some really tribal natives Ooh. and go, you know, two guys go out hunting, and he and, and and he accidentally hits his friend with an arrow and brings him back to the doctor, and the right. and, and then the doctor right. and then he says, uh, how, how how what do I I think I, I think I killed him. What do I do? And says, well, we have to make sure he's dead first. You know, how, first thing you make sure he's dead. So he bashes him in the head with a club. Okay, now what? It still works. Yeah. It still works. God, there's, yeah, there's not a lot dependent on, the only thing that, uh, that it feels like it could be dependent on, it must not be, because this must be a language universal thing, which is the, the, the phrase, make sure. Like, that feels like the only thing yeah. that could be a hiccup, but it, it sounds like it's a quick workaround. You could say something like double check that he's dead. Yeah. The whole the whole concept of it is the going wow. back and and validating death. That's and amazing. The mis- misunderstanding Where did you read about this? Uh, I read it online because they they did a whole they had a whole slew of jokes and had people evaluate them. They yeah. had five jokes that were developed by computers as well. Wow! And while four of them were pretty much the shittiest jokes ever, one sure. of them actually did better than thirty three percent of the of the human made jokes presented. Yeah. 
Wow. And that is what what um what kind of criminal has moral fiber? I don't know. A serial killer. Wow. And that one worked in more than English language somehow? Like that's what like I said, it did better than thirty three percent. Okay, sure. Of okay, better than thirty three. Okay, okay, okay. Human made jokes presented. But that other one does feel like that one was that one seemed to cross barriers. Yeah. And well, because considered... hunt, hunting is a universal concept. Yep. Uh, doctors, I think, are a universal concept. Death, <laughs> universal concept. Fear. Yeah. That's got a little bit of everything in it. Man, it does. That's fucking great. It all bases off of our. The only thing that wouldn't understand that would be if there was an alien that came from a different history. Right, right. Like a veg- like a vegetarian alien. <laughs> like an herbivore alien probably m- might not get that because they aren't hunting. Right, right. That's so cool. But even then, maybe they hunt for clothes or, you know. That's amazing. That, yeah. that makes me very happy that somebody <laughs> went to those lengths to figure that shit out. It's <laughs> fucking great. Oh. So while it's off topic, it's on topic for our podcast, yeah. which is a comedy podcast. Oh, comedy. oh, wait. Have we been... Is this about comedy or are we trying to be funny? Which one is it? Fuck it up. I know. Mm, okay. I don't think we achieve either. So. Right. No. Agreed. 100% agreed. Um, Dan, I think this is this is a good place to end it. Do you have any final words for for the folks at home this week? Uh, I don't, but Weston does. Oh, good. Weston, you <clears throat> everybody. Then I fired up the barbecue. At least, I tried. Wow. Thank you, Weston. Boy, that is just... Straight from straight from number two by Jay Henry. Um, best-selling author of Anchor Boy. My, uh, my final words this week. We didn't come up with some crazy, wacky cast. This is one of those where I'm going to go listen through and be like, fuck, what's the title of this goddamn episode? <laughs> uh... It's Yarbrough Country is what it is. Yarbrough Country. Oh, that's pretty good. That's not bad. That's a, all right. Well, that's what we're gonna have to call it. And then, therefore, my final words this week are Yarbrough Country. There you go. Because that's that's that. Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a stolen dress entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom, and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash DJCHour, follow us on Twitter at DJCHour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Dan and Jay.